Hi friends, welcome to the Bloom Strong Podcast. I'm your host, Annie Sad, alongside with your other host, Elizabeth Critton. This is a podcast where we connect as real women with real stories. All of us on here know how to laugh and have a good time, but it doesn't mean this is your typical brunch talk. As a disclaimer for our listeners, at times the stories and conversations may feel a bit too real, because they are. We want these conversations with you, no matter how surface or deep they go, because real relationships don't just hang out at the shallow end where it is always sunny and safe. Your real tribe is willing to go with you into the deep and come out swimming with you on the other side. Ultimately, we are here to shine light where it is dim or dark and slay the lies in your life by covering them with God's truth. Our hope for everyone listening and joining us is to empower action, encourage hope, and equip you with the power tools to break through and be who you are made to be. If you enjoy this podcast, please share it with a friend. And you can find us on Instagram. Our handle is at bloom underscore strong. Thank you for joining us. Now let's dive in. Cool. Hi, you guys. How's it going? Whoops. Um, we are here today just to uh, spread some hope and just um, give you guys some peace and perspective on during this time. I wanted to open it up with prayer and then we will get started in just a chit chat. And then we have the video going on our phone so we can see your comments if you guys have anything to say. But thanks for watching and I hope you take something good from it. Um, Father God, thank you for um, the ability to connect over social media. Thank you for um, the hearts that are so beautiful, that you love so much, God. And during a time where tension is high and um, people feel divided and stressed, God, we just want to keep your heart at the center. We want to honor you and how we navigate feelings and situations and opinions. And we want to be the hands and feet of Jesus, God. And I just pray that there is, no matter what happens um, with the election and the leadership in our country, that there's a revival of a knowing and a a revealing of your heart in people. And that it's facilitated powerfully through people who know you and accept your love, God. Thank you so much for this day and this opportunity to share and to talk and to connect and to just be loved more by you. Amen. Amen. Okay. See, I'm there. Awesome. So, um, hi guys. Um, Elizabeth and I were just talking and we just got stirring with, um, really what started kind of happening is like, as our voices started to arise, um, they make sometimes other people uncomfortable. And when that uncomfort sets in, either um, they connect more or they disconnect. And I think that we are made to stay in connection, but also be free to use our voices and to love anyway. So we have these shirts, love anyway. And that's kind of where <laughs> this is coming is um, we're not called to disconnect and we there's no power in isolation and distancing. And um, we, the people, are called to come together and be in unity, and that is powerful. And so we're gonna kinda just talk about what this looks like. How can we change the way that the division is happening? And how does love really look when we are standing in front of somebody we don't agree with or offended by something someone said? Like, how do we love them anyway? 
That's good. And I know one thing I'll be vulnerable and transparent and I just made a post about this and it's true. Like I love really big, like I love, love, love my people. And I know that everyone has different backgrounds and cultures and they walk through different things, experience different things in a way that I haven't. And I have experienced things in a way that they haven't. And my deepest desire is to love them well and understand what they've been through, right? Or why they believe what they believe in and be kind of walked through that. Like, I want to know your heart, right? So I hardly ever share anything political, but the th I've shared some things that weren't even political and gotten like, what is this about? And I'm like, not what you think it's about. And then like, it totally and like snowballed into like something else. And I was like, what? I, I didn't do anything that I know of, but like, do you want to share some of your heart with me on this? And the end result was separation. Like, I'm pretty sure I was blocked by that person. <laughs> I was called racially insensitive. Um, I was really hurt. And I was like, deep in my heart, I'm thinking, I admire you as a person. And if there's some brokenness in me where I'm having a lack of understanding or we're not able to come together for some reason yet because there's steps that have to be taken in order to come up with a powerful solution because we both have hearts for the Lord. Why am I not, why are we not going to coffee or why can I not come sit at your kitchen counter and just hear you and pray with you and see what God does in that moment. Right. And so um, many times, and I know Annie's experienced this too, as we, as we share, you know, what we believe like God's saying about things and what we want to stand in and how we want to empower and equip people to be in freedom. Um, we've lost relationship with a few people that we love. And, and for me, I, I just have wondered like, if you feel like I'm wrong and I'm not getting something, why aren't you being like, come here. Let me love you to the truth. Why do I reach out and get like snubbed? You know, like, no, like when I just want to know you and I want to know your, and I want to love you well, you know? So this is kind of what we were <laughs> dealing with. And it's like, Hmm. Um, so there's a little bit of a divide. And I think that's just something we want to talk about. And we want to talk about surrendering power from man to God and um, really knowing he's in control and kind of spurring each other on towards that truth. Yeah, I think that one of the things that I would start with is um, we have bottled love up and we, we kind of give it away to who we want or to who makes us feel comfortable or who's in alignment with um, just how they treat me or whatever. And I think my bigger thing is that love is so much bigger than you. And we don't define love. Love, love is the power. Like we do not get to tell someone how, if they're worthy of love, like love is bigger than that. And if I love does not follow my feelings, it does not say, Oh yeah, we don't like them, whatever. Uh, I follow love. I have to choose. And it's hard. And it's not always easy, but doing the hard thing is the transformational, powerful thing to do. And a lot of the times we want people to hate who we hate, because if 
they don't like who we don't like, then it makes us comfortable. But if they like who we don't like, then we're like, oh, I have to love them and that's hard and I don't wanna do that. So we wanna stay in our comfort zone and keep the divide. Um, let's do the hard thing. That's good. I wrote this down this morning um, and it was, let's see where this is, sorry guys. Um, let's say you have a story and you have something big on your heart and it's come from past hurt and someone says something and you're like, well, they clearly don't understand what I've been through. And you choose to separate yourself from them and stay in offense, which is what the enemy wants. He doesn't want us to come together and seek the heart of God. He wants us to be divided and separated and weaker. Um, but it just hit me this morning. Staying in offense is like saying, I have wounds I need you to look at. Pain I need you to feel without me ever having to even share what it felt like. And I need you to not try to help me address the pain amidst the discomfort and do what it takes to walk into healing and restoration. Because that's our heart is like, um, and so here's the thing. No one's downplaying the pain that people feel or that's been inflicted on you. But you will run into people who are going to say, you know what, that was awful and we live in a fallen world and you should have never had to experience that. But you know what God says you are? And you know what? You need a community of people who are going to champion you and rally with you and speak to the strengths and the gifts and the power within you because of who God is in you and rise up. And guess what? It might take a little bit of rebuilding and some grace, but they're not going to conform to your brokenness because you're not made for that. You're made to be confident and powerful in Jesus. And so that's where the issue is, is <laughs> it's, um, frustrating when someone wants to pull greatness or understand first. And because of that, you won't hear them because they haven't experienced what you've experienced. Show them your heart, show them your wounds, and then surround yourself with people that are going to rebuild you and send you out even better than when you got wounded in the first place, even fuller, even more purposeful. Sorry, I get so excited. <laughs> no, that's good. And it reminded me because um, a lot of times, I mean, girls and guys, I like that. Guys, like, girls are like, read my mind. Like, do what I want you to do without me telling you. <laughs> and like, and then we get frustrated uh, at them not acting in the way we want them to act when they don't know. And we're, we're different communicators and we see things differently and we operate differently. And so we're not going to understand unless we have the conversation and you can't change someone's heart by yelling at them and telling them what is wrong. You have impact through them understanding, understanding you. And that's also why we need more connection because everybody is isolated. Everybody's distant. Everybody's surface. We live in a world right now where we see people through a surface, through a screen, and we have lost the heart. And we, and we think that we can just sit there and judge people because we've learned, it's been ingrained for us to just see people and then move on and just see them, like not even to know, to know them. And so if we want change, we have to have the hard conversations that make us feel uncomfortable, that shake us a little bit from what we believe maybe and humble ourselves, but we can't have those conversations and we can't unite if everybody runs away because they're scared that they're going to be wrong. And that's pride. 
And there's a box that we put ourselves in. There's like, it's called a bait, you know, the bait of Satan, whatever. You're fishing and you, you see something shiny. And let's say you want to get mad at this person. This person's making you mad. And actually by you wanting that person to be humbled or to something for them to like come to the light or whatever, you take this bait of offense and you take this bait and you put yourself in a box and you're, you um, become fearful of everything around you, become offended, you become, you hate somebody and you put yourself in the box. You got captured by the bait of Satan. And the thing that keeps you there is pride. Pride keeps you in that box that he put you in through you taking offense, you living in a fear, you um, hating someone instead of loving. And so if you want love to overcome, first and foremost, you have to humble yourself and, and not be afraid to be wrong or to feel something that makes you feel uncomfortable. It's good that you feel you're human. You need to feel. That's good because honestly, like in relationships, there's so many memories, like good memories, good things, good qualities, all of these things. But when this kind of thing happens, it's like, you're just so easy to just put a label on someone and be like, no, you're this. And then it's like, what about all of the goodness that is involved in the history of a relationship and the hard things you've done together that were fruitful and just amazing and inspiring and um, I think a lot of it comes down to, and it just, just hit my spirit. So protecting yourself, like you think you're protecting yourself or your family or your people. No, God protects your, your family and your people and you like, and so, um, you need the body of Christ. You need people around you to love you who aren't going to judge you, who are going to love you anyways, regardless of how you voted. You know what I mean? And I think sometimes too, um, when we tiptoe around people that might be offended, we don't speak our mind or what we believe in. And, and then we close our mouths about certain truths that we are called to share and we're silenced. And that's the spirit of intimidation. And that's not freedom. That's being bound. And, um, kind of, I think a lot of a lot of us are feeling that way. We're like having to tiptoe around on eggshells. And I remember posting something that wasn't political at all, at all. And getting my butt chewed for it by someone like sliding in my messages. And I was like, oh gosh, what can I post? What's okay? What's not okay? Like, you know, and I was just like, huh, this is really sad. Like, um, so anyways, like as well as, you know, like, um, taking extremes. Like we have sin in the world and we need to be praying for all of that. And I feel like the coronavirus is one of those things. It's not from God. It's horrible. We need to be praying for that, whether you're pro-mask or not. We still need to be praying for that. We need to be praying for the families that are affected by the loss of the ones they loved. If that affected them, we need to be praying for whatever president is elected and coming together and realizing, you know what? Hmm. This could really make me feel down if it doesn't go my way. It could make me feel like I don't want to be in the word of God. I don't want to share my testimony about how God's changed my life. But the word of God and the testimony and the work he's done through you, when you open your mouth and you speak that out, the atmosphere changes, it rearranges, it doesn't stop. It's not an uncomfortable moment for you. You go out and you share with people at the right time in trust about what God's done for you. And you bring them to the light, into the freedom, into the truth. And 
that might feel like a really small thing, but it won't come back void, okay? So that word does not stop with that person. There's an effect that could impact their whole community, generations, influence leaders in our country. You don't know. Satan wants to think it's just a small thing, or he wants to make you think it's just a small thing and it won't go far. No, you go share. Yeah. <laughs> And I, and along with that, like the support of, we want to pray and support everyone, every leader, because if, if the neighbor next door, um, let's say the father is, is not a good father. Um, if I give up praying and trying to help the leader of a home, um, then I'm giving up on the kids. If we give up on the praying for the support and supporting the, any leader, any president who makes it, if we give up, we're giving up on our people. And it's, this is why it's important to, to care and to pray about everybody. And leadership, it's like people start to rise and people all of a sudden, done, I'm done supporting you. Like leaders need to be prayed for and supported the most because they have the most trickle and a ripple effect onto other people. And so we can't just help people when they're in the dirt and then when they get into this power think oh they've got it all no we're all human we all fail we all have attacks and so we always have to be praying for each other no matter how seen someone is and how unseen someone is we all need to continually support people into the power and identity of what they were created for and to not let go because we think they just got it um anybody any any position of where they are they go through trials and, and hard times, and they need people to be praying and supporting them. Yeah, that's so good. Um, I wanted to read 1 John 3.11 through 24 out of the Passion Translation real quick. Um, and it's just about loving one another. And I just feel like we're supposed to talk about that right now and be um, reminded about what that looks like. So the beautiful message you've heard right from the start is that we should walk in self-sacrificing love toward one another. We should not be like Cain who yielded to the evil one and brutally murdered his own brother, Abel. And why did he murder him? Because his own actions were evil and his brothers were righteous. So don't be shocked, beloved brothers and sisters, if you experience the world's hatred. Yet we can be assured that we have been translated from spiritual death into spiritual life because we love the family of believers. A loveless life remains spiritually dead. Everyone who keeps hating a fellow believer is a murderer. And you know that no murderer has eternal life residing in him. This is how we have discovered love's reality. Jesus sacrificed his life for us. Because of this great love, we should be willing to lay down our lives for one another. If anyone sees a fellow believer in need and has the means to help him, yet shows no pity and closes his heart against him, how is it even possible that God's love lives in him? Beloved children, our love can't be an abstract theory we only talk about, but a way of life demonstrated through our loving deeds. We know that the truth lives within us because we demonstrate love in action, which will reassure our hearts in his presence. Whenever our hearts make us feel guilty and remind us of our failures, we know that God is much greater and more merciful than our conscience, and he knows everything there is to know about us. My delightfully loved friends, 
When our hearts don't condemn us, we have a bold freedom woo, to speak face to face with God. And whatever we ask of him, we receive because we keep his commands. And by our beautiful intentions, we continue to do what brings pleasure to him. So these are his commands, that we continually place our trust in the name of his son, Jesus Christ, and that we keep loving one another just as he has commanded us. For all who obey his commands find their lives joined in union with him, and he lives and flourishes in them. We know and have proof that he constantly lives and flourishes in us by the spirit that he has given us. <sighs> Amen. That's great. Um, and uh, so the, some of the things like to love anyway, like it's hard. It's not easy. I've fallen, but I do believe that I have seen the fruit of it when I've worked and I've been obedient to love to obedient, to choose it over my feelings. And one, it's like being constant. It, this person who's close to you, your friend doesn't get more love than this enemy. Like love is constant. It's a, it's covers all. And when you're constant with it, um, when you don't take sides and you just love people for where they are, you see them for who they could be, who they are. Um, you do what's hard knowledge. There's a lot of People saying like, oh, this is what love looks like. Are you, um, this is what love is. And this is what love is. And this is what love is. So it's great. You probably all are true, but knowledge is not the power. Obedience to love is the power. Obedience to what love is. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love does not hold records of wrongs. Love is, it's, you know, you can look it up. 1 Corinthians 13, 4. Read it. That's what love is. And when you're obedient to that love, that is the power that really transformed. That is the love that conquers all. And when we just say like, oh, this is what love is. And you know, you need to do this, but then we don't do it. Um, it's not powerful. if We just know what it is. It's powerful if we do. And um, love anyway, like when that, when you get stung and you get mad and you want to push somebody away, no, you need to turn back and love anyway whether you do it to them immediately or you just seek, search your heart and seek your heart and humble yourself and find ways to, this is the last part. Do not do it for yourself. Do it for them. You are called to serve others. Anything selfish, self-seeking is always destructive. In a marriage, in a relationship, if I'm only doing something like me, 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 it's everybody goes in their own little bubble and tries to protect each other. But when we do it for each other, that's what transforms. You're not supposed to do it for you. Self selfishness, self-seekingness is the destruction to so many relationships. But when we do it for another, that is what grows and, and unites and strengthens the body. That's good. Something that hit me when you said like selfishness, it was just like selfishness is like the purest form of insecurity saying like, I need to control this. I need to protect myself. I need to have this in order to feel a certain way and saying like, like basically I don't trust God, <laughs> um, to do all those things for me. And so, um, and then another thing that hit me was, you know, like the last thing we want to do when someone like offends us or doesn't agree with us or really feels what they say or believe is a threat to our freedom or, what we want is we don't want to put like bread and water out for them, but that's what God would ask us to do. Um, and I just wanted to add to that, like, yeah, there's going to be people that you don't agree with. And if you believe 
what you believe and that it's from God and it's pure and right and true, arguing and bantering over it or even like harshly correcting them won't work. Um, it just won't. And I've had the pleasure of experiencing being like taught very, very sweetly. Like even when I don't know, and I'm like afraid that I sound silly or I think I'm right. Like, um, of just being like gently loved to the truth. And it wasn't even like, it's not even a correction. Um, and I do believe that's how God wants to move in us. And it might not even be like, I'm going to go love this person. So they know I'm right. It's like, I'm going to go love this person. And we're going to pursue the heart of God together as the body of Christ. And God will reveal the truth because of that. Not because I want to be right because he wants our hearts <laughs> and that's who he is. And he's faithful. And if we just let go of who's wrong or who's right, and we come together and pursue his heart and care about the hearts that don't agree with us, he'll show us through that step of obedience, what is right. Because when we're obedient, he'll strip away the things that are wrong and he'll show you in ways you couldn't even expect or imagine the truth. And that's who he is. And I think the, so it comes to pride, it comes to the pride thing. But when you go into a conversation or when you go and choose love, um, you have to listen. In order for your heart to actually love, like you keep telling people to love, because I think that's a big thing going on is everyone saying, you gotta love, but I'm not seeing a lot of love. I'm not seeing a lot of people treat each other with love. And yeah, I've probably failed too, but you know, that's why we're here. We're here to continue to strengthen that. And you're not going to love another person if you go in with your opinion so strong. We're just going to have conversations just to hear our opinion. Like we just want to hear our opinion. We just want to hear, make that, have that comfort. If it's not in our, if they don't speak what we believe, then we immediately shut down and shut them out. And that is pride. That's your heart, not the person. And that is what will transform. And when we keep our hearts open, we soften them. Um, and we listen, we don't come expecting. You're not the most powerful person. You don't know it all. We can't walk into a conversation being like, I know more than you. You walk into a conversation saying, this is what I know. What do you know? Like, let us find that unity and understanding with each other because we've both been through different things. But pain is pain. I, I know some people have been through deeper pain and I like, through what the physical, through the physical, but pain is pain. When my child gets hurt and I discount it and I'm like, and it's like something little, like maybe you just lost a toy. And I'm like, there's so many more problems to worry about. Like that is not a big enough pain. The truth is, is that's their pain. That's a pain that they haven't experienced. And so it's, it still matters. There's no competition with that. And so understanding that we can't, be on this, I'm better, I'm worse, this level. We're all here together. And we all have the equal amount of power within us. The person in the dirt asking for food has the same amount of power in them that the president has. It's within them that they can get them there. So good. Oh, amen. Um, so I think to what's stirring is we have all fallen short of the glory of God. We have all made assumptions. We have all acted pridefully and kind of made up stories that put labels on people. 
And that's not where God wants us, right? Like we all have done that. And so he wants to bring us back home into that, like that shalom peace, right? And so we just kind of wanted to make sure that you know, even if you're like, oh my gosh, I kind of feel convicted from this conversation or like maybe I've done that or whatever. Repentance, the fact that we can repent and come back into alignment with the heart of God and just kind of start afresh every single day, that's a gift. And that's a gift that we can freely have because of what God did for us. And um, so there's no shame in that. So, um, Annie, do you have anything else you want to add as far as what we're sharing today? I don't think so. I think we kind of started stepping into that. Um, okay. His mercy endures forever. So I just want to say that his mercy endures forever. If you treated someone unkindly, or if someone treated you unkindly, but mostly if you, you did, he still loves you. And he still says, Hey, you get another chance each day. You get to be renewed and be refreshed and stand in your true identity. And the person you want to be, because not a lot of us feel good when we, when we act in hate. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so you still have that ability. You don't have to stay in that place. You don't have to continue to treat people that way. You can, and you, you don't have to continue to hate the same person you've hated for however long you've hated them. Like you can change today. Your, his mercies are new every day and you are made in his image and love conquers all. And even going to love yourself first is when you can feel the love for who you are. Um, the words that you speak, it's, it says in the Bible, I don't know a verse, but it's like the words that come out of your mouth are the things that are filled in your heart. So the more that you pour love into your heart, the greater life is going to be and your relationships will be. And just a joy. You'll have more joy. So good. Um, I'll go ahead and pray. So feel free to pray with with us. Um, Father God, thank you so much for just your heart and how you renew our minds and give us the opportunity to come back into alignment with you and have peace in a time that the enemy does not want us to have peace, God. And we just ask that we can search our hearts and we can know the times where we acted out of alignment with your heart, God, and we judged and we labeled and we made a story about someone that wasn't even true without seeking to understand where they've been, why they feel the way they feel, and really building the bridge to understand and to unite and to um, connect with them as individuals who are pursuing your heart or at least showing them, you know, what you've done in our hearts to plant seeds of hope, Father. And we just ask um, for your forgiveness for the times where maybe we were insensitive, we weren't listening well, we didn't seek to understand God, um, we were operating in a spirit of taking offense, we were silenced by the spirit of offense to not be able to speak our truth, God. We just we just ask you to remove all of that and we just ask for a change in our minds and our hearts and that we come back to just being in full passionate pursuit of knowing who you are, allowing you to just saturate our hearts and our minds and our beings and for us to be able to throw off everything from the enemy that's trying to hinder us from loving well and sharing and speaking about your transforming power that fills us with confidence and affirms our identity, God, and builds us up and sends us out to help other people 
um, as your disciples, God. We just want to be back to that. We want to be um, in full belief that when we do that and we share that you um, make sure that those moments and those efforts and those words do not come back void, Father, and that there's a revival, no matter what happens with the election, that people see your heart and they are so excited and they know and they're fully, fully aware that the enemy does not want them to share. They do not, he does not want them to go out and um, share their testimonies, Father, but that we do it anyways. And we know that if we want to see a change in our communities, our families, generations to come, and for your children to feel your love and to flourish in their fullness, God, and just champion this life for you and just change genera generations and just add blessings and break off generational curses, God, that, um, that we do that. And so it starts with repentance, God, and I just ask for your forgiveness. I pray, too, for... Um, the virus to be gone and for the families that have been affected by that, God, I pray for relationships that have been damaged through the political events. And um, I just ask for a new fresh outpouring of your heart and spirit and a new boldness and confidence in your, in your children to love and to speak boldly, boldly and freely. Amen. Amen. That was awesome. Thank you so much for listening. We hope that you feel inspired, hopeful, and empowered to walk in faith, live with intention, and deepen your roots in truth. If you love this podcast, please leave us a review and share the inspiration with a friend. Maybe you're also feeling a stirring, like it's time for you to break through and bloom strong in who you know you're supposed to be. If so, we challenge you to go to ladiescommittofit.com and click our Bloom Strong coaching program, where we walk together through creating the life you desire by first stewarding a strong, healthy, and clear vision of who you were made to be. Remember, together we achieve more, and together we bloom strong.